0: talk growing the ganja, the cannabis, but not the marijuana, guys. You know, that's slang. I've covered that before on the show. This Police. is not about marijuana. Cannabis yes. sativa is excellent. Is
2: all right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can't wait to turn my nose up to somebody that
0: says marijuana. <clears throat> is that yeah, what's going on what here, you, man? Thought we were relating to people. What are you talking about? Around? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you call it that. Uh, <laughs> I whatever. am so offended. Pref- I prefer I prefer cannabis with my fellow connoisseurs. I notice uh,
2: myself calling it "goddamn weed" a lot, man. When I talk about smoking the weed, you know, smoking the ganja, smoking the cannabis. Yeah, I don't really say cannabis too much, man. And I do say marijuana a whole bunch, man. You know, so hey, man, what would you say that that marijuana was a was a bad word that was invented to uh, to kind of uh, give a bad rap to cannabis?
0: in that what the yeah, story is. I think it started, it? yeah, bad rap with cannabis and Mexicans, I believe. Gotcha. Marijuana. I used to have a cool
2: marijuana t-shirt,
0: man. You know? <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, good show today, guys. Uh, I won't get you know. I won't say as usual. We haven't always had good shows, but they're all, they're getting better all the time. We're working our way towards episode two hundred. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, Got about. Let's see here. 10, 11, 12 grow talk questions for you. If you guys want to submit your own uh, head over to dude grow Oh actually we're going we're going to cover that here. Let's cover that real quick Scotty. What's up? The best way for people to submit questions and put content on the site here best way is to, is to make a login
2: for yourself. you don't have to be a member members get a login automatically but you can get a free membership and get a login and just go up to the tippy top and press that it says plus and new. And it, you just hover over it. It says new Yeah, post. once you're
0: logged in. And we yep. want you guys to become a, like a user, at least, just so that way you guys are making posts, doing whatever you want. Then we have your email so we can communicate with you, and everything is uh, is dandy. And that's all it is, right? The login. Becoming a user is just like creating your own handle, and then you put in your email, and that's about it. You're registered.
2: Yeah, that's that's about it, man.
0: And like I said, it just gives what we're able to do.
2: Then is just give you access to the back-end uh, editors that we use when we're uh, uh, creating content. So you get to upload file, you know, upload um, links and YouTube videos, and I guess you can't upload them. You can link to them and embed them. You can upload images, and it doesn't matter what file size; it'll crunch them down properly. Uh, it's just the way that our website's supposed to work. Um, what we tried to do is have uh, that little uh, when you press the buttons, you know, submit your own seed and strain, seed and strain review and things like that. Um, yeah. It's just uh, like a kind of a a little plug in kind of cheat way that we get to to add content to the site. And it's pretty imperfect. And oh, if you use too big of a file size or something like that, well, it. uh. It messes things up, and I've heard people saying I spent an hour doing a strain review and <laughs> pressed submit, and then lost it. it. Says sorry, file size is too big, and I don't want to hear anything yeah. like that, man. I-, I love that you guys are doing this, and I really appreciate all, all the help building this community and building the uh, the information database man I was just all your
0: Strain reviews are 250 nugs is that right
2: yeah yeah and i have all that anything that you submit that gets approved i've got it set to where it just automatically gives you 250 nugs which is you know basically like a $2.50 store credit you get so thoughts are if you want to do you know four or five memes or you know whatever uh, you know strain reviews or something like that man i'll give you 10 bucks a, a week that you can go spend at the store is it a fortune no do I appreciate the hell out of it? And is it what I can give? Yeah, <laughs> it really is, man. So I love it. And, um, yeah, man, I was just talking to, uh, to DGC last night, man, I was working with, shout out, the Kilowatt, which is one of my favorite, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty cool name, man, or handle.
0: Yeah. I K-I-L-O
2: it. space Watt. That's pretty neat, man. So, But we were just talking about the NUG system, and uh, we're trying to, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out perfectly, man. So if there's anything like that, just give me a holler, man, and I will be glad to uh, to work it out with you, man. Sometimes people lose their coupon codes or sometimes i'm unclear how it works so if there's anything like that just give me a holler man i love hanging out with the dgc and uh yeah man definitely get you set up as soon as i get by a pc man i was in the grow all night last night man so
0: <laughs> and if you do i'll give uh last week i was offering up some rx green solutions samples to members uh, i'm going to extend that out if you guys do go over to dudegrows.com and are just a user or become a user don't even have to be a member and create one of those posts we just talked about, just saying, hey, give me some RX because of this. Here's my garden. Check this out. We got a little bit of grow talk about it today. A couple guys submitted some stuff, uh, but that will enable them to send it out direct. And uh, we'll be putting the post up on the site too. I just want to figure out a way to get you guys and we'll see, you know, extend it out to everybody. All you growers, all you growers in the DGC, man. If you do need some, like I said, I'm only giving it my personal approval right now. For drain to waste cocoa, I know some people are wanting to pick it up for hydro recirculating systems um, and flood and this and that. I I haven't used it like that yet. I'm not saying it wouldn't work, but I'm telling you how how I have been using it, and we're only well we're more than halfway through now, so we will know shortly the f- the, the the final uh, breakdown of what the two part plus recharge Wednesdays did for me. So, all right, all right, uh, dude, what's uh. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, man, in my my quick entertainment section here, um, I like to listen to a little bit of, uh, I don't know if you do, like, I guess Spotify and Pandora are the biggest players out there, and do you, do you have, like, an upgraded account on either of those? Isn't it only, like, a dollar?
2: Yeah, I do, man. It's funny, because I have one on Pandora, and, you know, I figured it'd be cool to not listen to the commercials. And then Way to Grow uh, tapped me to make the commercials for them. So it's me and my, my buddy, my <laughs> buddy Courtney, and they're making the commercial. I always want to hear it on Pandora, but God damn it, I pay too much to. You know, I pay extra to uh, to not have commercials, man. So I don't know. We'll I, see. I, I haven't. I that. haven't paid. I need to downgrade.
0: And, I listen to Spotify, man. I listen to the, the Nine Inch Nail station every once in a while, and I don't know if their thumbs down system works. Because this band Romstein, if I'm saying right, you know, this Ooh, German yeah, Romstein. Oh like it's like oh I've, I've thumbs down them so many freaking <laughs> times and they I feel like Spotify is screwing with me, man. They keep playing it, so I don't I gotta find like the double th- like maybe there's a middle finger button uh-huh. something that works a little better. I, I remember hearing but-
2: Romstein, I went to some club and heard du,
0: du hast and I was like, "Ooh, this is <laughs> that's cool, it! Man. Yeah, du
2: hast me, du." Well, what are you thumbs on. down? The fucking no, you. Yeah, I ain't gonna let you thumbs
0: down. Du do hast, man. That's the it's good. Probably shit, cool man. over in Germany. I think they're German, at least. Yeah, definitely. All right. Here's the question for my quick you movie. You need to listen to that, all right,
2: man. I Means, do you hate me? Do you hate me? Du hast me.
0: Well, again, can you can you can you guess this uh, this this movie quote here? You know, we'll we'll, we'll pertain it to Scotty. You're about to jump out of a perfectly good airplane, Scotty. How do you feel about that? Yeah, point break is back, guys. I watched the trailer high. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's awesome, coming out man. this Christmas, man. Um, I just thought it was funny. I was got into it and watched some of the old scenes and shit. And I was watching the trailer and they're using the same names. They're like, Yeah, but, he's like one, you know, ripped guy comes up. My name's Bodie. You know, and it's just so weird seeing it. I don't know any other point of view than the original back in right. '91, you know? So can't mess with the you classic, man. I don't like I said, I, uh, no, you can't do the Keanu and they had fucking, uh, Oh, uh, who did they have in there from the uh, horror? Anthony Kiedis was playing a badass up in there. The on, like the badass about, surfer.
2: Yeah, the bat the last good Gary Busey role, man. They got that place with them meatball sandwiches, man. Make it <laughs> yes, two, yes. Make it two, Utah. Make it two.
0: <laughs> anyway, for <laughs> you that's stoners owners from that era you. that liked that movie, um, I'm actually gonna probably take my boy. We're gonna go. We're gonna go check it out. And that's a good. That's another good you know something you can do um not necessary but might you know uh enhance your father-son parenting experience go watch point break hi i mean of course he's <laughs> not going to be and it's not going to be any consumption in front of minors disclaimer and uh everything will be dandy but yeah. and my, my wife is just dropping might be us off glossy there. as i'm buying the popcorn <laughs> that's all man <laughs> i always remember watching dude i was watching uh, when uh one of the ja- Jackasses came out. Is that no? Who did, Johnny Knoxville did the series? Is that yeah. the, name of the movies too? Was yeah. Jackass? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jackass. The, the they did jackass, one, ass, Two or man. three of them. It's the only I don't know Jackass was the the one. that parlayed
2: into a Hollywood
0: career, man. Dude, they, there was a father and a kid next to me, and the kid he looked too young, like he just convinced his dad to go with him, like barely made it. And yeah, my dad. And then they're doing this part where they were pulling like cars out of a guy's ass or something weird yeah, and like, yeah. they just got up and left i was like oh shit man i I don't blame you that was a little weird there anyway <laughs> yeah, that those was hot wheel cars weird, like man yeah like let's play this prank where we stuff Matchbox cars up her button that's yeah. where the director's supposed to come in and be like guys yeah a little too i far. said
2: weird not gay <laughs> man all right
0: <laughs> all right let's talk grow a little bit at least that will uh That'll freshen it up here. That'll yeah. freshen it up. You know, man, do you uh, remember
2: seeing that Point Brink movie, though, man? It, or the commercial for it? And this is back in the day when, dude, a lot of people, I guess they had cable, but he had shitty cable. cable, And he didn't really see all that much. And, uh, man, I remember when he jumped out of the airplane with no parachute. That was, like, mind-blowing, man. Like, everybody was talking about that. Did you see that on TV, man? You think that was real? Huh? So it was also the days yes. before CGI, man. So if you've seen something crazy, like, I remember back in the 80s, man, they'd be like, all right, this guy's going to get punched out and fall out of a building. And they'd be like, all right, it's like $400,000 really setup man. with airbags and the guy's really got to fly out of the building, you know? Like, now they just CGI <laughs> that
0: shit, you know? I uh, like it. Uh, yeah. Although, yeah, yeah, it was better. But watching old movies, we'll get on. I know I know, listeners and growers, we're, we're, we're just starting to ramble off <laughs> Grow Talk. But apparently, according to Scotty, says some people like the ramble. Um, the ramble. I don't I watched, think
2: people bitch if we talk a little bit, man. You know, I promise we're going to talk about grow,
0: man. <laughs> I watched, uh, yeah, I think I said, I don't know if I covered this on the show before, but Ghostbusters, the original one the other day. Right. We watched the remastered one on, like, we got a new U, UHD something fancy Samsung TV finally.
1: Congratulations. Um, it was like,
0: holy sh- shit, man. Like, the movie looked brand new. Like, it looked... There's unbelievable this digital remaster shit. I think I'm gonna have to watch some old movies whenever I have time for that. Yeah. But
2: I seen Grease, the original Grease. I was like at some kind of candy store a couple days ago or a couple, couple of months ago rather, and I saw they had Grease playing. You know, it was like nostalgic kind of bullshit. And uh-huh. uh, and it was uh, insane, man. I mean, it was like so bright you could see them. It, it was like they were never meant to be that high def, man. No good, man. It was like all 3D and shit. It was it like too right. much. Yeah, it was way coming at too you much, out of the man. screen. Yeah, the the dude's the only one that comes at you, man, you know? Coming at (laughs) you. All right,
0: it looks like cover at least this first one or two grow. I usually like to get some tunes in, but let's hit a couple uh, grow questions here. You pulled over, it looks over from Google Plus probably.
2: Before I do, I'm shouting out to Straight Nugs, man, who showed me a picture on on, uh, DudeGrows.com or maybe it's Google Plus. I think it is DudeGrows.com. the whitest fucking butt I've ever seen, man. So shout out to you, Straight Nugs. Yeah, the OG yeah, that shit was crazy, man. All right, Dude, all he's local, man.
0: He he offered to share straight up, man. I got to get a hold of him for sure. I will I will get a hold of you. I got your email, yeah. and I would love to meet up and share. Yeah, it's the sound <laughs> of me getting in my car, man. Uh, uh, oh, executive producer? Who are you hitting?
2: You know, Bobby from Michigan, man, is the executive producer, man. You know, a supporter of the show. Uh, did a killer strain review out there, man. So I really appreciate that, man. Thank you, Bobby.
0: Sweet. I got a that's couple, your real uh, name. Say thanks to a couple of new members It looked like, uh, you know, these aren't, um, I always check to see, if you guys become a new member and you have a, a username, show name, show name if you will, industry name, just email it over to me or whatever, but I saw Dory, Frank, Harold, you guys, appreciate it, um, drop me an email if you heard your name or if you're a new member, I love to get uh, new member packages out to people of just whatever I got on hand, some stickers, some recharge shotgun shells, optic folder transplant, whatever transport Did you whatever I can hook a tramp up. stamp
1: so. <laughs> is that what you just no it?
0: transplant <laughs> i do have a tramp stamp uh tattoo on my lower back that i halfway covered with a bigger back tattoo <laughs> and when i fell into the water riding a bike this last season trying to do a pond crossing somebody and there's like hundreds of people around the pond somebody yelled Nice tran- trant or trance stamp dude. And I was like, oh man. I look around, I'm like, that's gotta be some motherfucker that knows me, man. Because 'Cause I'm not like insecure about it. I just, you know, it's I, I was the first one to get one, so then all the ladies copied. Uh, you got it back when it was cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I got it. back before it was like it was a dude stamp and then they renamed it. You know, it's not so. a tribal anyway. trans- tramp stamp with a bad boy club logo in there, is it? No, dude, it's <laughs> Bob wire and uh yeah, something, man. Oh, Going shit. through hearts, dude, and feathers. <laughs> All right. Gone Jedi. Gone Jedi. This is over from Google Plus Group, it looks like. So yeah, any- man. I saw this. I thought it was pretty cool and uh, something interesting, man.
2: Came with a Had picture. Had a picture up of uh, some shit. Or you can cover it if you want. Hit it. Uh, j- just says, holy fucking stretch, Batman. Yeah, you just wanted me to curse, didn't you? Just in case your mom's yes. listening, man. The one pic that I already posted was from... Day 8 after the flip. Now I'm at day 22 and they have stretched into the lights and don't show any signs of slowing down either. I've never had one stretch like this before. The net is at 32 inches off the ground and I have a gorilla tent with the extension, making it nearly 8 foot tall. The light's all the way up. I'm at a loss right now. What to do? Do I tie them off in the corners, pulling them sideways? Can I still super crop them or do I just prune them and take whatever loss it is? And so uh, man, definitely, I could talk about that. I looked at his plants and I was like, Oh, I wish I was there. Cause I would show him some stuff. So next best thing is to talk about it on Monday's show. Right. Yep. So I, I mean, I've had things growing into the lights. It happens to me sometimes. Uh, I will say that, you know, make sure you're not giving them too much. Oh, that's awesome. Too much nitrogen Dude, <laughs> the internet is a wash with bullshit, man. You know, <laughs> um, anyway, make sure that it's not a lot of nitrogen that you're giving them. That's encouraging them to stretch. And, uh, You know, I could see that, you know, a lot of times heat will make things stretch, but if you've just got some weird genetic that's stretching and you want to bring it to harvest, I would low stress train that stuff and bring it back down. So I would, uh, you can either tie it up or I would maybe consider either putting a third, um, it looked like you were using trellis. You know, so that's that, you know, that netting type stuff. I would either put another layer of netting in and then kind of weave them sideways through the netting. That'd probably be the best bet. Um, But definitely, I I don't think topping them at this point is going to do you much good, man. I think you're definitely going to be robbing a lot of weight and just taking your tops off. I'd rather see you change it and and letting them grow into the lights is only going to. You know burn and you know you can get herms from all that heat stress you know right next to the light and stuff so I wouldn't just let them grow into the lights what I would do is put another layer of of trellis down and kind of position them under it sideways so that they're growing the only thing they can do now is just grow some Christmas tree style tops. And uh, the, instead of them turning into one big bud, if you were to have it, uh, you know, vertical, at horizontal, they'll just turn up and they'll uh, they'll turn into a bunch of little horizontal, you know, two, three-gram little Christmas tree-looking buds. And uh, you'll still get a lot of weight and a lot of quality that way. So that, that would be my recommendation. Gotten Jedi. Yeah,
0: and if you are moving them over and bending them over to—you you can't just— sometimes bend them all just right into the center towards the light, or you'll have overlapping primary cola spots. So Sometimes you find you're bending them over to outs and you're like, damn, now it's kind of outside of my primary light. Well, if you have any room or, you know, don't have a heat issue, um, you can hang some other lighting. What I did um, in my room, which is I have the one 600 in this room. That's, you know, it's like a walk-in closet. And part of my canopy is out of the prime light on one side So I just hung, had them on hand. I had one uh, Kessel uh, Bloom Booster LED. It's a 35 watt. And then I had these two little cheap, they just screw right in. And they're like 12 or 18 watt LED lights. I bought, you know, three, four years ago. And then I was like, all right. And they just hang off their own cords. Really easy just to hang up and put supplemental lighting in that area. Other things are like they sell little two foot T5s. Uh, You can even hang regular, uh, a regular freaking twirly bird uh, fluorescent light off of its own quartzite, even though it's not a, a full on bloom spectrum, it'll still help out with side flowers if you got some good stuff over there. You think's gonna produce, so keep in mind if you have any other lighting you can use. And uh, yeah, yeah. At, at day twenty two, you're probably about done with your major stretch, hopefully, unless you got some like what some type of uh, haze, some haze. I guess would stretch man. longer.
2: The hazes was stretched like in the day thirty five. Man.
0: Yeah, so, but uh, watch your strains next time, you know. Make a note. That's what I said. If it ain't working with your grow or flower it earlier, um, then you need to uh, change up your strain selection.
2: Yeah, but pop I mean, a lot of folks now are just popping beans, man. You know what I mean? They're not married to one strain, man. They're they're playing the field, man, and popping beans. And they'll run some, you know, pop a bean, run it for a little bit. Won't even clone it. Just have some fun, enjoy it, jar that shit up, and then uh, pop another. So, I think that might be the case here. So it's just something to consider. You kind of got to be prepared for anything at that point. So I'd be really thinking about bending these things over. Really be creative. Just take them one at a time. Take two, three hours, man. You know, it might take you two or three hours to do that that canopy in a 4 by 4 And just enjoy yourself, man. Take some time. Take a whole, you know, the joy is in the doing here, man. So tie up a, uh, a, a trellis and you know, make sure you got it perfect. And then pretend you're you're the bonsai man. Just kind of hang out and really consider where everything's gonna go, and you can place that to where it'll uh, uh, each cola or each cola that looks like it has potential is getting a lot of light and has kind of woven into the top trellis vertically. No. Nope. Yep. Horizontally. God damn it. Horizontally. Horizontally is yes is correct. Horizontal, like like. The orientation of when I pass out, man, horizontal, all right. on the floor.
0: I'm going to run into, uh, into uh, Digger here, a.k.a. Scummy Stoner Tech. I did not know that. He was also <laughs> known as Scummy Stoner Tech. Uh, <laughs> I, call, just I just call him Digger, all right, man? He just finished cleaning up and rearranging lights, and he's got two Rage which are from High Point uh, LED. Yeah, that's the uh, Range hungover. Max,
2: man. It's This guy, John Logan, who we've been working with a little bit, who is a pretty interesting dude, really seems to know his spectrums and ascendant. that's the, the full-spectrum light that I'm getting uh, to play with, man. So I'm looking to get that next week, man. So shout-out to you, John Logan.
0: Yeah, so Scotty will have a full-spectrum 750-watt LED light with three knobs on it to control all kinds of functionality, so we're going to have like a verse. We're not going to do like, you know, full on grow off, but I'll definitely be talking a little trash because, you know, I got my three Spectrum Kings hung up um, and I like the simplicity of it's hung, it's up, forget about it. But we're going to get John whoa, up whoa, on the show. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. If you like it, then everybody else should like that
0: exact same thing, right? Yes. yes. Oh, OK. Just I like I f- figure <laughs> everybody would like to drive, a you know, 92 to 96 Toyota Prevy all wheel <laughs> drive because that's what is the best vehicle out there (laughs) i was thinking about
2: that really quick about the dude was ragging me out about how i just don't fucking obsess over sweeping the floors of my grow room and uh i was just sitting there thinking how like you know different strokes for different folks you know some guys keep a grow room like a goddamn you know operating room and that's fine man but there's plenty of folks that uh you know if you go out i think you said it to me man if you go out into the forest it's pretty dirty man there's dirt all over the place there so if there's dirt in your pots I just don't understand why you can't have a little bit of dirt on the ground, man. I think that you're might be—
0: reminding me about my five year old daughter. You know, when you're young and you're like, "That water's dirty." When you're like, <laughs> if you know they, they're used to a swimming pool and you're trying to get in a lake and she, it's dirty, I'm like, "All right, just right, dirty. shut up." Yeah, it's not dirty.
2: Yeah, cl- cleanliness is uh, is great for hydroponics. I understand if you're keeping a super sterile root environment. Of course, you don't want to get pathogens and pathogens that are living on dirt on your floor can. Uh, can get into, uh, you know, of course, can can contaminate your root zone and hydroponics, but that's not what I'm trying to do, man. I'm trying to do the Scott's trying to compost. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to uh, make a super practical system. I've proven I can grow great dank. Uh, If I want to sit there and obsess over some kind of, you know, super, you know, super bud or whatever like that, uh, I'll grow something that I can be proud of. Uh, but what I'm trying to do now is make it simple and try to bring, a, you know, a really simple system of, of growing with, under lights, you know, in an extra bedroom or in your basement. Kind of something that you don't have to say, this is my career. Oh, what do I do? I'm a cannabis grower. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't go away for the weekend. What are you, nuts? My plants need me. You know, that's not my style. That could be somebody else's style, and that's fine. But my style is to fucking set it and forget it, man. You know what I mean? I want to have something where you can really put minim- minimal amounts of time. You put a lot of effort into the setup in the beginning and then minimal amounts of time spent maintaining this thing because... The the setup was was built properly in the beginning, and you don't really need to do a ton of maintenance. Maybe between harvests or whatever, if you want to sweep the floors and keep everything perfect, you can. But I'm definitely out to try to grow something, develop a system that uh, doesn't take a lot of obsession. You know, just something where you can go there and enjoy your garden and just be constantly pulling out, you know, for me, it's fruits, vegetables, and, and dank bud, man.
0: All right, enough about Scotty Digger. <laughs> no, I like your breakdown. I like your no breakdown, worries,
2: man. No worries, man. You know me, man. I'm never at a loss for words. Dude called. <laughs> dude called my grow dirty about five minutes before we went on air. So he got me thinking a little bit, man. It's right, man. I'm dirty, 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 dirty.
0: Digger's got. Uh, I'm over on his uh, Google Plus page. If you want to check it out, it's in the show notes uh, here under the under the episode player, but. It looks definitely got it all cleaned up. He's got two of these rages over a I don't know how big his trays are, and then a uh, kind LED over another area. So I like it, man. He's playing with all kinds of shiz. And then uh, as I scroll down, Digger, do you know all these women? Because I mean, dear God, he's got oh, God. Why would you have to bring a that lot up, of distraction man? going on on it Digger's is the best Google best Plus distraction page?
2: Ever, man. Digger, what is it called? He's got his own category of like hot stoner chicks and. Fuck you if you say anything, but it's wonderful, because it's absolutely wonderful. Oh,
0: there's Yeah, very... Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Anyway, if you want to see some eye candy of chicks with bongs in skin and hot hippie chicks posing with super tall plants, and lastly, a <laughs> super smoking blonde... Hey, this isn't grow talk.
2: You're being sexualist. Weed plants no,
0: with the ba- only wearing a front apron. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway... Uh yeah, I just wanted to mention that yeah, uh, Digger's Dickers going to be rocking those Rages and Scotty's getting one. So, uh, seems cool. If you guys want to check him out, um, hit up highpoint highpointled.com and he does have I don't know, I don't know anything about the light myself and we're going to get him on the show, but $750 for a 750 watt LED, which is a dollar per watt, which he's like, yeah, He's kind of, we kind of talked to him, like, what the hell's up with that? That's super affordable.
2: That's he a said guy, he's just trying to, you know, yeah, that,
0: go ahead. That's a guy
2: that's just passionate, man. He's like, remember I told you last episode, I'm not sitting here counting my profits. I just fucking try to, you know, make microbes and sell them at a fair price. And that that's kind of what this guy's doing as far as... Uh, With his lights, he's like, I'm just trying to put together the components. Holy shit, there's not much money here, but fuck it. Let me just get this out and prove my point that this shit works. And then I can come out with something and start making an actual profit. But, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I only think he's got a couple hundred lights out there, man. So, and a couple hundred happy folk from what I hear. So, and just something interesting, man. High point LED if y'all want to check it out. And don't take my word for nothing. Just listen to the words that I say and then make your own decisions. Check in in with Digger. Take his
0: word. He's been running them. I think he's cropped under them like three times or some shit. So
2: Yeah, but my point is you're going to hear about a lot a lot of different products because that's the way we decided to go. Instead of trying to take a, a whole bunch of money from a couple people and, and kind of be stuck uh, talking to you about their product all the time, we decided to uh, go out there and ask for some contributions from a bunch of people. Anybody that's got something that, that is of value to the crew. You know, so if it's a uh, a high point LED and folks are, you know, some people don't want to spend uh, $1,100 on a Spectrum King or don't need that that big a size. They want a smaller light. Maybe some I don't know if he I, don't, I guess the 750 ain't no smaller. But my
0: point no, is, there's then you're only, looking at Mars or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. That's why I started looking in the Mars because some people were like, oh, I'm doing one plant in a three by three, you know, or something like this next story from uh, from uh b rivera actually man and i'll segue to that but that's why we're just trying to in that way if we just kind of take a a little little donations from a whole bunch of people we get to tell you guys about a whole bunch of things we think is cool and then we get to actually solicit them or, or ask them to come on and and uh, support and share their information with our crew so that's kind of the, the new mo that you'll you'll see and and here i guess only here as we as we move on man but it's us trying to bring you all we're getting exposed to all sorts of really cool tech really cool information and, and cool products and a lot of times they're from really small guys like this you know john logan guy or that far red uh flower initiator guy uh, i actually got one of those and i'm pretty excited on on installing it and i want to f- see if it does anything as we learn about stuff like that i'm gonna i'm gonna share it with y'all man so that that's my secret agenda
0: man cool well let's take a break man get some uh a little bit of chill chill song jamming we'll be back plenty of grow talk coming up check out everything at dudegrows.com and while you're over there Uh, hang out man submit a post become a user uh, let us know what's up and uh, get high you must chill be right back guys
2: I cared for you In every kind of weather Growing weed gives me a natural kind of hide. I planted cameras so I can keep Out all unwanted company And some booby traps to
1: make them fools remember you rip the doctor off? Cut your
0: way into the greenhouse of your brother You claim it's for the weed you love But stealing from your neighbors, it's a special kind of scum Now you didn't have to stoop so low no. Cut the
2: buds before the trichomes even change their colors You're building bad karma, grow. Sneaking round at midnight in your neighbors grow
1: Don't be sneaking around if they're not in your neighbors' grow. Don't be sneaking round if they're not in your neighbors' grow.
0: All right, more more grow talk here. Where are we at? Where are we at? You know man, we're
2: just I kind of teased this uh this is a Suckma Oil, which is a B Rivera, man. Really, really cool guy. I've definitely dealt with him in the past before, and he just <laughs> kind of shouted out, and not shouted out, but just put on a probably pictures of your grow on that Google Plus group it says, do what, you, do what the fuck you can to keep them canopy level, I guess. And it was just like literally like a bunch of kitty litter uh, containers stacked up and his, his plants, you know, his cloning chamber on top of that. And then a bunch of egg crates or milk crates rather stacked up and a bunch of plants on top of that. And then in the middle was his mother's, you know, and, I was, and all he had was a T5. And I was like, fuck yeah, man, that's worth some recognition right there. That is what you have to do, man. If you got all these different plants growing, you got mothers and clones and, you know, real small six-inch plants, you don't keep them all on the ground, man, and uh, and expect that T5 to do anything for you. Because if it does anything, all it's going to do is make them things stretch like crazy. You put clones on the ground, you know, four or five feet under a T5 because it's also under a... uh, under his, he had to, uh, like some four, maybe four foot tall mothers, I would say, maybe three to four foot tall uh-huh. mothers in there. So I just thought it was interesting. I wanted to give him some some kudos and say, yeah, that is the way you do it, man. And uh, he, so he he just really did a, a nice job, man. Where it was uh. He pruned his mothers up real good, so, you know, there wasn't a bunch of dead stuff, under, you know, a bunch of real small scraggly stuff underneath the mothers. Um, and then he got all his clones and, and went out right under that T5, maybe within six inches of the T5, which I thought was just perfect, man. So, yeah, that's definitely the way to do it. Hey, man, maybe you'll throw that over. We can get that over on uh, on dudegrows.com. And the only reason I want to throw stuff on dudegrows.com is because uh, it seems to disappear from Google+. Plus. You know what I mean?
0: No. What? You mean like posts will go missing?
2: No, just like after, you know, Google Plus, this shit seems to stay there for about a week and then you can't really find it. You got to go searching some dude's history and shit. So at least on a. On uh, DudeGrows.com, we end up, you know, putting a unique title to it, putting a category to it, and then you can just go search them categories, or we've got that search functionality, and that's the real reason that I'm uh, really trying to invest so much in the uh, DudeGrows.com as opposed to the other platforms that, you know, they could take that shit off. Man, they didn't I think uh, King Marijuana? Uh, don't don't we get a copyright notice about King Marijuana every now and again?
0: <laughs> yeah we are yeah so who's to Came say that one alive.
2: day we, one day we don't show up and everything that we've ever done on on youtube is taken off because of that you know what i mean i just don't like not being in control of my own destiny man if i have a if i have that option so we have that option over at dude rose you know we, we own the information uh yeah it's just a much more uh, advantageous position for us man so That's why I do what I do, man. But I was looking at this uh, T5 light and thinking, man, this dude, that's one guy. I'm sitting here talking about this Mars 300, you know, some $100 LED. Is it going to be super high quality? I really doubt it, you know? I'm sure it's going to be, you know, is it going to be bright? I'm sure it has some, you know, I'm sure it'll do something, you know? I don't think, it's no Spectrum King. I wouldn't even think it's going to be anywhere close to that, even in the same fucking galaxy as Spectrum King. But for, for a guy that's vegging under T5s, man this might be a great addition for them man you know what i mean you you put one of those 300s over your clones or on the you know over the mothers or something like that well you know whatever man you just got this extra light um yeah for somebody that's just running a t5 something like these really simple and inexpensive leds are definitely something to look forward to all
0: right i'm tired of the led moving on (laughs) okay i'll give you another (laughs)
2: one then man um uh a buddy of mine is OG Dirtbag, man. Great source of information, an absolute great grower out of Michigan. Um, he was telling me that uh, he's replacing his four bar T5s with just one. So he's, he's got, you know, he keeps the other three bulbs of his regular uh, T5, and then he puts just one power veg in. So that gives him the UVA and UVB light. And he says he's seeing a real difference, man. He's seeing shorter, stockier plants. And uh, he's seeing a deeper green color, better color, better just overall health, man. So um, there's a little tip that doesn't involve LEDs, man. But I just, I just want everyone to know: <laughs> light is energy, man. Light is your is your, you know, that's photosynthesis is energy, I should say, and that's directly determined by the amount of light you have. So that's the biggest thing that I can tell you all to do. That's why I'm really into these uh, these these LED lights. Is sorry, I said it again <laughs> because they promote they Uh, convert more energy into light and the the byproduct of it what what you're left over is heat so unless leftover heat you know any uh hps grower hid grower knows that we've been battling heat for forever man heat's huge we've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars because you know the lights are too hot and the air conditioner's too wimpy you know it's a huge fucking problem and if you can start eliminating that problem in the design just like i was saying earlier about i like to design my rooms and set them up correctly so that they run you know pretty much autonomously um this is you know if you can do that with uh leds and get away from all that duct work man i'll be in there today chasing chasing a a, a leak in there i was playing with my i was playing with my duct <laughs> that sounds weird yesterday i was playing with all the ducts and and um you know trying to make the room look a little bit better and ha- you know installing hangers and you know putting st- getting stuff affixed to the ceiling and whatnot and sure enough man somewhere there's a little leak now and i gotta go chase it i'll be in there be in there smoking joints and following that goddamn smoke trail till uh midnight
0: tonight man <laughs> boo-hoo all right <laughs> <laughs> the joy is in the doing uh right on i'll say right on yeah. I wanted man. to yeah, address right Richie Red Eyes here, man. Richie Red Eyes chimed in. Love Richie Red Eyes. Said, out of Colorado Springs, man.
2: <clears throat> Thank you for coming and seeing us that one day. It was a lot of
0: fun. Hey guys. what? how who's just wondering how to get a DGC clone? And I put a picture on this post of a DGC clone, which is uh as of today's show date is its current state and status. It's doing pretty good. Haven't had roots pop out of my two inch rock wool block yet, but it looks like it's putting on new leaves. I'm expecting it any day. I got a bunch. And man, if you are a uh I mean straight up for Colorado residents, man, and you're into the dude grow show and I got clones, I'll hook you up with a clone. You know, trade me a clone, whatever. Maybe you give me some of your good herb. Uh, yeah, if you want maybe you could, with that. maybe make a donation to the uh you know to the crew, man,
2: over at dudegrows.com slash donate. You know, something man. I don't I don't need money from everybody, but you know, just uh it does cost us money to put this shit together. But yeah, any anything like no. that, man. Or just I don't even give a shit. Just come come by the house.
0: <laughs> It'll take a little <laughs> bit of uh <laughs> a little bit of time. I'll let you guys know. You'll hear it, you'll hear it up on the show when I got some cuts ready when I get this girl all vegged out i'll definitely get cuts and we'll definitely get it around and i'm excited to flower it out and hey, see I... it see it myself
2: all right so, so i put up uh, my buddy early bird larry and the colorado magic board crew shout out to them some of my favorite people in this world man just really cool folk they came on up and we hung out uh i think it was thursday night <clears throat> And uh, they wanted to take a couple DGC cuts. And they brought their, their most talented grower with them, man. Shout out to Early Bird Larry, who really is a talented grower, man. He grows delicious, delicious dank. And uh, I didn't expect anything less, man. He came up with the, the multiple tubs and his own gallon of solution that was all done in distilled water. And he just, you know, really detailed. Man, when I asked him what was in there, he could tell me eight drops of this, six drops of that. You know, I was like, wow. Um, he had it down to a science. And he brought over his Tupperware and what he was doing. He took his scalpel and he was shaving them and recutting them. He would cut the clone, throw it in this tub of water that was about, I don't know, four inches deep. I would say three, four inches deep. And then he would go with a scalpel while the whole clone was under the water. And he would recut it. He'd make another cut. He would score down. He would cut it at a make sure it was at a perfect 45-degree angle. Then go scrape down the side to expose the cambrium layer all, all the time Uh uh Not uh allowing any kind of air to get in there that 's the big death of the of of a clone man as if an air bubble gets in that thing man it 's just gone so he just had this perfect textbook technique and then just was boring out the uh uh, the rockwool cubes, or he's using these cocoa cubes with a uh, chopstick just so it didn't stress, just so he didn't bruise the stem as it, as it went in there. I mean, absolutely everything to absolutely obsess over this, man. And I felt so bad because then uh, my buddy Mike was like, hey, man, could you, uh, you know, let's see your techniques, Scotty. And true to fashion, man, I guess I'm having a complex about this shit because of kind of, you know, a lot of people look to me to, you know, For information, and I have such simple ways of doing things sometimes, man. And uh, it's not certainly not the maybe not the best way or the textbook way, but my way does work, man. So, what I'll say is earlier, Bird Larry took these beautiful cuts, and I'm sure he's having a hundred percent success rate, you know, recutting them underwater and uh, you know, all all the perfect uh, amount of solution he had. Um, And then I went in and just took straight life. Took took some of that uh, was the Life by um, RX Green Solutions, poured it straight out of the bottle into a shot glass. I mean, I guess the shot glass was somewhat clean. Like, I cleaned it out with some water in my finger. You know what I mean? But it wasn't, like, sterilized or anything. Poured the Life in there. Took some old scissors that I had, deliberately old scissors. Cut four or five cuts and uh, dipped them into the Life Solution for a couple seconds. Nothing underwater. Nothing. No preparation at all man really and then just took those things and stuck the scissor <laughs> into a pot of cocoa that i had like a five gallon bucket of cocoa it's actually a three gallon bucket um and uh just stuck them in there man so the scissor was filled with now with coke had cocoa remnants on it so the scissors weren't sterile and just stuck the clones in there after having and then just poured some uh, some of that life solution into a two gallon bucket actually i just poured what was left in the shot glass and then poured it over the plants, and I came back. It's been about, what, three or four days. They're absolutely perfect. I mean, it, for me, it has to do with, that's because I put a lid on there. The lid sealed properly. I put a heat mat underneath it, so the heat mat is making evaporation. It's causing a little bit of heat in the soil that's keeping the soil nice and warm, and it's allowing some evaporation to go through. Um, and just, it's absolutely, the environment is perfect, and these things are going to root, i be willing to bet they're going to root just about the same amount of time as early bird Larry's that took every precaution and I I just say that because there's all sorts of ways to do things man you can do things by the textbook and uh, yeah if if I only had you know one chance to get these cuts and I really needed to get cuts and there was only a very limited uh, places to cut you know or you know access to this this cut uh, I would probably do what what early bird Larry did but if In in real life, I know this because I would go visit all the different nurseries in South Florida... They'd have women just sitting there cloning like hibiscus or something like that, and they'd just be cutting, dipping, and sticking. You know, cut, dip, stick, and they'd be doing you know five hundred an hour or something like that. Those guys, those girls had success, and that they did that because the environment. And you know, they were able to have success just by controlling the environment. So the point is, there's all sorts of ways to do things, man. There's a quick and dirty way to do things, and there's a textbook way to do things.
0: Yeah no I, I and either either way can work or have its uh failures in it but yeah i agree the most important thing is your donor plant is as healthy as possible so and, yeah and i
2: will give you a tip on that is one of the big tricks to make sure everybody's clone clone roots whether it's larry's or, or mine is that you got to water that plant nice and heavy couple hours maybe four or five hours before you go and clone you want that thing totally hydrated man so that's something that I like to do when I clone. It's just make sure that I've got a nice hydrant oh, yeah.
0: plant. All right, move on to uh, Dean. Dean put in... Dean Gwen. is a badass,
2: and we need to get Dean on the show, man. Remember we were talking about that polyploidal stuff that we could barely understand? and it was uh-huh. like, I just remember sitting there going, Dude, could you imagine a polyploidal uh, uh, a cannabis plant? That'd be sick. And, and Dean posted one. He made one. So he's got some serious understanding, and uh, I was really trying to get him on the show, and I dropped the ball on it. So, Dean, let's get together, man. Let's let's get some
0: some of your knowledge on the show, amigo. Yeah, because his his title of, of question is it's when, not if, the power goes out. Whoa, man! Because you I don't get live in the city survivor anymore. Survivor
2: package, man. You know what I'm saying? It's it's got five hundred rounds or 22 long, and uh, all the seeds you need to grow your own garden, man. When the power goes. Oh, oh, just like for a temporary you're talking about? What's that? Is this, for the, is this for when the grid goes down, man, or just when the power goes out? No. Oh, I got this confused. This is for when Sorry. the power goes out. All right.
0: Uh, he's already dealt with two power outages this summer. Now that it's winter, I'm worried about a snowstorm really messing up. My grow. I live in a small cabin with single-pane windows that is over 100 years old, and it gets cold as heck up here. My grow is running 20-ish amps off three 120 breakers. So, I was wondering if there were any recommendations on quiet generators that would be rated for 25 amps. I love the small Honda generators, but they're way out of my price range at the moment. I had a large, um, loud Honda generator, but someone thought they needed it more than me right before I moved to Colorado. Oh, so sweet. I guess that I I could always put a couple, um, or I could always screw in a couple 43 watt CFLs in the tents and put a heater outside of the tents. So in that case, what low-powered quiet generators do y'all recommend? And do digital ballast and generators play nicely with one another? I know that larger electrical motors would act funny and sometimes burn up when ran on construction sites with 10K watt generators. So, yeah, I mean, definitely want to check on, make sure you got a compatible digital ballast. There are digital ballasts out there, but before purchasing any or running any with a generator, I would check with the manufacturer and know that they're going to be all right. And then, uh, man, I'm sorry, the Honda's way. You said he said way, like W A A A Y, out of his price range, because that's my recommendation, man. Otherwise, if obviously, what's your go-to on the cheap, cheap Harbor Freight? If you have to have something, you know what, man? I
2: I will say that I did have a Harbor Freight generator that I don't think it ever died, man. The shit always worked. I think somebody actually needed it more than me. At one point in time, as well, Uh, that's what (laughs) happened to it. But um, I think I paid three hundred and fifty bucks for it, and uh, I don't, you know, when we we would always have power outages during the hurricanes back in Florida, and uh, it ran everything like the refrigerator and shit. I don't think it ran, uh, you certainly wouldn't run any of my lights. Um, Yeah, man, I had a I stepped up to a fifteen k Generac after I got kind of serious about not losing a harvest, and we started having power. We went through two thousand and four. We had all, that was the year of Katrina and Charlie, and that uh, was at Wilma. We had so many hurricanes back there, man. It was like half my neighbor's roofs were ripped off. So um, <laughs> I had like a 15K generator I bought, and I only paid a few grand for it, and it hooked up to natural gas. It was one of them whole home generators that uh, hooked up to natural gas, and that was pretty fucking cool, man, because then it was like it never happened, man. Your shit was running, man. You're popular with the neighbors. I
0: mean, if sound isn't an issue, I would just go, you know, whatever you can. I mean, obviously, having a nice, quiet Honda, would. if you're going to have power going out, you know, damn, it happens every, every two, every week. It happens more than not. It is nice to have a real quiet, reliable generator. I've ran those uh, Hondas, and they're sweet. But otherwise, your idea, you know, if it's only going to be out for so long, you don't have to run your full garden, you know, you don't have to run it for 100%. Run, I don't know how many lights you have. Run half your lights. Like you said, have fluorescent lighting as a backup. And then just run if you have heaters, which you probably already have. Either, well, I guess maybe you don't have too many space heaters because those are 10 amps, you know, 10 amps a pop right there. All but right. Um, I'm looking at, he is right, I'm, man.
2: This Honda electric start generator, 10,000 watts, is five grand, man. All right. Now, I had a Generac, that's the one that I had, so this is an 8000 watt Generac for $2187. And this is that whole home natural gas uh standby generator. So this thing'll kick on, you know, you get one for 8000 watts and uh and have it built into your house, man, or, or wired into your house um for 2100 bucks, man. Maybe it costs you 2500 bucks by the time you get it all wired in. Uh, that sounds like a pretty cool solution to me and then I would just have something to where if it goes down you just run to your backup shit you go and get let's see 8,000 watts of course you're not going to be able to you know run all it you know run eight 1,000 watt lights on that thing I'm sure that's like peak max or whatever but you could either run a few 400s on there go get some 350 you know I mean if I guess if money is tight I don't know what you can do maybe uh Maybe even just some LEDs, man, some small LEDs. I mean I was looking to see. You know, this
0: grow's only running twenty amps, right? My grow is running twenty ish amps. Oh, there you go. So how many watts is that? That's uh what? Uh, ten amps is it's like almost two thousand, right?
2: Yeah, it should be about two thousand
0: yeah. So I mean, geez, even this there's a. Uh... So I'll just quote it like a Honda two thousand twenty two thousand watt generator is about eight hundred ninety nine dollars new or nine hundred if you will, but still he doesn't need all that. He could get the smallest generator and just, if you know your power's not out that long, just run some fluorescent lighting, and then keep your light cycle and whatever. I don't know what his heater situation. If he's relying on, you know, hopefully you got a badass fireplace with a steel tube running up through your living room or whatever up in the mountains, and then that can create some good heat. Obviously, your plants aren't going to perform when they're out of their optimal temperature range. Right. But keeping the light cycle is the most important thing when your power's gone. And then second, just making sure your environment's not dialed, but good enough to where, you know, they're gonna they're gonna hang hang out. So Yeah, I mean I'm looking at this, you know, for uh, you know, the whole
2: home standby a generac, the one that I had, here's an eleven thousand KW for twenty eight hundred bucks. You know, here's a four thousand watt if you just want the little portable Honda for fifteen hundred bucks. Um and then I mean, there's uh, there's other stuff. I mean, I've like I said, I've ran a Harbor Freight one before, man, a five hundred dollar Harbor Freight three thousand watt generator, thirty five hundred watt generator, and uh, that bitch ran my, uh, you know, my stove and my, you know, basically my whole home minus the AC, so and the grow of course. But yeah, I don't know if I'd say on the super cheap side. Go see what Harbor Freight's got for five or six hundred bucks, man. Cool, cool uh and uh, give
0: us a shout dean let's hang out on the show
2: yeah definitely man absolutely all
0: right we got a couple we'll go through these quick two or three not too quick but uh last week we were mentioned for members to get a hold of us about saying hey man i want to hook up with some rx green solutions so we got uh, kool-aid chimed in he says he's interested as a soil grower because he wants to compare his super soil mix which is just add microbes and water to a bottled nutrient line. I have a 4x8 space, so my side-by-side grows consist of four plants versus four plants. I've done side-by-sides with Nectar for the Gods and General Organics. He says General Organics was a bust. Um, Nectar for the Gods is a good line. But I seem to keep getting lockout at week five of Bloom. I have a dialed-in environment and can run a decent trial. So definitely, man, that'd be cool. I can tell you... If you're going to run that trial Kool-Aid, I recommend just any quality cocoa. If you can get your hands on Cana cocoa, if you can get on any of the other... Psycho Cocoa is pretty decent, I think. Even GH has a cocoa out now, Um, so there's a lot more um, viable cocoa out there. And if you want to mix it with perlite, um, RX's grow facility does, like a 20% or something. Chet from Canna, he's like, you know, I know Scotty, you don't mix any perlite in your cocoa, right? Nope. Yeah, I don't think it's completely necessary if it's a good cocoa but uh yeah hook we're gonna hook it up man i sent that for the next two guys too we sent your uh info out to rx and they will get you going so it'd be cool to hear you know side by sides like just things that keeps it growing fun unless you're a production grower that absolutely has to be on this regimen because you got to get bored every once in a while so it is nice to be able to do side by sides and and see what's up
2: couldn't agree with you more man that's how you learn man and so what we're doing, man. We're reaching out to the crew at this point because, you know, there's a lot of folks that have really proven they're badass growers out there. And, uh, w- you know, we want to learn
0: with you, man. All right. we got another one in uh, from, come on, internets, interwebs. What do you got, man? I got, got Tony Scorpio talk, talk. Well, here,
2: man, look, looking for the Axiom. Is yes, that where you're going?
0: Yes, there we go. Tony Scorpio. He said he's heard mixed opinions about the products, as you will with every single product. Uh, he said he'd like to find out himself in our circulating system. He's tried GH, rock nutrients, some grow more newts, and he's wondering how RX compares. So cool. We'll hook that up, Tony. Um, and, you know, like we want honest feedback on all this. Then again, I also always remember when I'm looking at people's feedback, so you got to keep all kinds of shit in mind with head-to-heads or this didn't do this, this did this, because there's... Times where people's gardens have not been running optimally and they're blaming a nutrient instead of, oh, actually, your pH pen was off for 10 days. You know, like, so there's a lot of factors um, that you got to make sure you're taking into consideration before you start pointing fingers and saying that shit didn't work at all. So I know my garden's always running 110 percent, so I don't worry about (laughs) such things. But
2: yeah, but in the same time, man, a guy that's been working that that has some expectations that's used a few different lines and. You know, can t- can tell good from bad, or can tell what he likes. At least, it's great to get their
0: opinions, man. It's invaluable, and that means valuable. Invaluable. All right, and we got one more in here from uh, p- <laughs> Pissed Drunks four twenty. All right,
2: look, that might offend some people. I love it. God damn it, I love it.
0: <laughs> it's not PC, man, to be pissed drunks. <laughs> Whatever, pissed drunks. What's up? Um, he actually uh, pretty pretty legit, man. I was checking out his um google plus page check out the picture here of uh what's he growing here go over to his uh and that this is just check the show notes guys it's piss p-i-s-s drunks d-r-u-n-x N X 0420 over on google plus or you can just look in the show notes but i was loading up and going over there there's a rarity i do but um oh it's an error no i know it's in there he's growing some he's growing under two different kinds of leds i don't even know what kind they are but his shit looks good, man. Like he's got some, some weight kicking. Um, here we go. And uh, were you able to go over to his Google Plus page? No, I'm just looking at the uh, at what we've got over
2: at Dude grows DudeGrows.com. growscom um,
0: all right. <clears throat> the Thunder Hayes Auto Day ninety six update, and he's got some killer pictures up here. Uh, and definitely, man, it's it's some weight coming in off of. Again, I can't tell. Off of these LEDs. So it looks like you're doing a good job, man. Definitely digging on that. Um, He says, I'm a grower um, if a year and a half. Wait, I am a grower if a year and a half with a focus on cocoa perlite mix. I've used several newts before and had decent results with all. But I'm looking for a simple and reliable nutrient that works well. I would love to use your base nutrient to see what I can do with minimal bottles. But would love anything you could send me for a full grow from seed to harvest in cocoa. You can see my Grow and Google Plus channel here or my YouTube channel. So I was checking out his Google Plus, man. Legit grower. And that is a cool thing you can do with bases, man. I'm using, when I use the RX, um, A and B bloom in the other room. Not the control room. The control room is just the A and B bloom and recharge. My other bloom room is a mixture of, every, I mean, I'm using Cannabio. i will brought her in RX, but also add massive to it, armor coat, um, you know, all kinds of i'm actually using a botanic CalMag cow mag right now and i make you know, my own cocktail so uh like as we said i'm force feeding the plant organically and synthetically in, in that room which it's looking phenomenal all right this is so, brian
2: man i didn't realize this was brian i i didn't realize brian was pissed drunks man sorry man but yeah he's he's a contributor <laughs> over on the google plus group and he I believe he's rocking a Mars. I think he's just trying one of those uh, kind of the higher end Mars LEDs. Sorry, man. Sorry about saying LED so much, but the fuck seems to seems to be the way things are going, man.
0: Yes, yes. We'll uh, take a break here. Give a shout out before break to Optic Foliar. I just talked to Danish today, actually. Um, you know, seeing what's up for 2016. He's coming out. Of course, wanted me to remind all you growers. Hit him up on Facebook, Optic Foliar and give them whatever you guys do over there a like a comment say hey heard about you and dude grows he's still he's always hooking up samples uh for sure and get his transport would be my number one pick as well I've been using it actually because I had a, I've been stealing samples from the listeners I got a bunch of the overgrow <laughs> bottles that that are like the real small kind I'm still sending them out but I've been using overgrow like once every three days on my veg right now and it's yeah, it's, it's it's working good. And overgrows, they're all in one. It's got the uh, a little bit of slight pest control as well as a foliar feed um, and the transport. So you spray it right with your lights on. Shit, shit's working good. So holler at Nish on Facebook. Say what up. Hook us up with some samples, man. And he will oblige nice Uh, and then now now let's go to break now let's play what do you have any new parodies or anything or any suggestions man i was prolific man i think it was saturday man i think i wrote four or five of them
2: man you know so i sent them off man no i don't think i have anything new yet though
0: gotta get eli to to do his magic you know all right well let's jam how about some mendo how about some mendo dope something something there i'll
2: find something man don't you worry man i'll find
0: something man all right, we'll be right back, guys. What's in that right rain, rain we what's, what's, right
1: what's in that rain we smoke What's in that? To something to the roach, ain't leaving nothing Roll another, keep it coming Don't know what you got in yours I could tell you what's in mine Cinderella 99, Hindu cushion, cherry pie What you used to grow it with that mocha guano, mocha guano. Organic mocha guano. indica, sativa, OG tolto I was burning when I smelled the smoke from someone else's blunt Said what is in that stuff you puffing on? Reminds me of a skunk He was smoking Indo, she was smoking out and if there's brown weed and they blunt, we must be in the drought. Cause only the highest grade we blaze. Got enough weed to last for days. And whatever was in that backwood got my mind in a purple haze. What's in that weed we smoking? <laughs> What's in that weed we smoking? in <laughs> my What's in that weed we smoking?
0: Hey guys, remember that there's plenty more great grow knowledge over at dudegrows.com. So go check out all of our news,
2: videos, and latest articles about growing great weed without all the bullshit.
0: And remember, it's donations from listeners like you that keep the real deal marijuana grow knowledge coming at you. So visit dudegrows.com and be the DGC. All right, Ohio, Ohio buds. I believe that's it. Ohio Buds. Yes, sir. You did it, He's got man. an opinion on organics.
2: Guy, guy's been giving us uh, uh, input for about the last year, year and a half now, man. You got his name right finally, man. I dig it, man.
0: Uh, oh, Higo, <laughs> Dude and Scotty, I do not really have a question this week, but would like to share my opinion on a hot topic. All right. Hopefully, I don't ruffle too many feathers. But as of late, I have heard much debate about what is organic and what is not. I'm no expert by far, but thought I would throw my own two cents in on the subject. I'm reading ahead here. I think he actually gave in about 15 cents. So, um, I believe in this day and age, the term organic is somewhat confusing because it means different things to different people. To a chemist, it is very easy. Compounds are either organic or inorganic, and there is a definitive list of each An easy rule of thumb, if it does not contain carbon, it cannot be organic. However, not all compounds that contain carbon are organic. Many simple compounds, such as carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide, are considered inorganic. Now, to a biologist or botanist, organic could be anything derived from living matter. For example, silica. There's a form of silica that is derived from plant matter called phytoliths could be considered organic silica since they are manufactured by plants, but strictly speaking, to a chemist, they are still inorganic since the chemical structure does not contain carbon. Are you confused yet? It gets worse. <laughs> it's
2: okay, man. You know, can I just say something real quick, man? I was yeah, uh, hit it.
0: at the grocery store yesterday, and I was
2: looking. It, I, my wife and kid are on vacation, so it's just me I'm shopping for. So I can kind of now afford anything I goddamn want, man. You know <laughs> you know what I mean? I could eat steak getting, every night if I wanted to. King crab eggs last night. The, but I was looking, and, you know, it's also the good time to sneak changes in, man. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, well, let me start. Maybe I'll start buying all organic fruit. And I start looking at the fruit. And I remember what that Paclo talk about, uh, you know, apples being allowed to have a bunch of Paclo, like 3,000 ppm of Paclo in them. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy the organic apples. And I'm like, let me go buy the organic strawberries. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, it's not so much that I care about the chemicals, you know, as far as like the uh, whether it was an inorganic or organic nutrient solution that it was grown with. What I really care about is the pesticides that they used on it, and that that that's really what I look for when I'm looking at organic versus inorganic. When I think of just you know the non-organic, uh, organically grown stuff, man, I've seen like the craziest. I was looking at uh, some images one time, Google images for like fumigation or something, and I think I was looking to find, try to find a guy in a spray suit for you know for whatever a post that I was doing. And I looked and I go, whoa, this guy's in a spray suit spraying strawberries that actually have strawberries on them. Like, it's not like they're pre-fruiting or anything. This guy's in there with a big nasty fogger and a big, like, you know, respirator. And, like, there's no way he could breathe the shit that he's spraying on. And he's spraying it actually on the fruit. And I'm like, oh, my God, how much does that happen that we don't, don't know about? So what I'm really concerned about with organic versus inorganic is the pesticide program that they use, man. So there's my
0: rant. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I like it. I, I agree. I'm a, that's my main concern as well. Yeah. Um, he goes, let's talk agriculture. Simply stated, organic agricultural products are grown without the use of synthetic pesticides, synthetic fertilizers, ionizing radiation, sewage sludge, genetically modified organisms, antibiotics, or growth hormones. The last three being technically biologically organic, but the use of naturally occurring inorganics are allowed, such as rock dust naturally occurring minerals, and water. Yes, water is, chemically speaking, an inorganic compound since it has no carbon atom. Basically in ag, organic is more about the perception of being natural than chemically organic. This was really just an extremely long-winded, as, aka really high, <laughs> way of saying that in today's culture, organic is a lot of hype that is lost in translation and used as a hot button for advertising and sales to all your growers out there who want to grow organic. I say, relax, smoke a bowl and take some comfort in this trust your intuition. If it feels right, it probably is. If it feels sketchy, then it probably is. This is my (laughs) belief that the true core of organics is to produce the highest quality of clean natural product that you can. If this is your true goal, then the rest will come naturally and organically. All right.
2: It's very cool post. I like it. Uh, now, that being said, man, every time I go out to L.A. and hang out with, uh, you know, Anthony or somebody like that, man, or, or uh, Colby, and they come over and bring me there. I think Anthony grows with uh, BioBiz. Uh, Colby grows with Nectar for the Gods, and I taste their weed, and I'm like, oh god what is this man like this is it just has such a great earthy taste to it man it just tastes better and that's all i can say man so using those organic bases really do bring out flavors in weed you know we can use these hybrid systems like i like to use um, because it's nice and convenient. It doesn't require a, a ton of work in the garden um, and grow some really great tasting cannabis. But if you want to grow the best tasting cannabis, in my opinion, uh, using organic inputs and you know, you know maybe doing short brews or whatever, but not, not leaving things just sitting in the reservoir for the week, but you know really uh, paying attention to uh, brewing your nutrients and, and getting them on the, uh, on the soil at the right time. Man, that's there's just no substitute for it, man. So, there is something different about organic inputs or on an organic based uh, uh, growing system. Yeah, even remember who who won the DGC Cup? The guy that won the DGC DGC Cup last year is uh, my buddy Cody, man. And he, uh, dude, he grows with BioBiz. And it it ain't no coincidence that you know the BioBiz bud knocks you know knocks people's socks off, man. Dude, it's that great organic flavor, man.
0: Yeah, it's hard to mess with. Uh, I want to get the organic flavor, the synthetic performance, and hybrid it all. Hybrid it all together. Yeah,
2: I mean that's where uh, you, that's where you get into. You know, what do you want to do? I mean, do you want to make it simple and and to be able to, uh, you know fill up a reservoir and you know kind of let it go for a couple days whether it's with drippers or the bottom feed and come up with something that's you know glistening and looks great and tastes great really makes you proud or do you want to have to go in there every single day and be you know oh man i messed up this batch and now my whole fucking room smells like poop you know what i mean like (laughs) it's fucking an art man that's being even like i'm learning the art of making pizzas and if i can tell you how many times that i've done some dough and then just been like, oh, man, this dough is shit. You know, after you add all the ingredients and everything like that, you know, you're like, oh, this this dough is shit. You know, I have to throw it out and start over again. That's just a process of being, a, you know, be, being a, uh, I don't know, getting good at something, you know, mastering something.
0: Right on. Uh, before we have some questions about water, t- water cooled CO2 generation. But I wanted to remind you guys about the contest for winning. Some Mars LEDs, Digger-sponsored. Uh, digger, digger sponsored. Uh, Memes have been coming in. The contest is to submit a Christmas-themed meme that has to do with growing marijuana, Dude Grows Crew, cannabis, actually. I forgot. I'm not supposed to say marijuana. Uh, <laughs> whatever you want to do, get creative, draw a picture, I mean, anything. Over at dudegrows.com. you click on the meme button and upload. First place with the with the most – we're doing the most likes, I believe – is going to get a Mars LED along with a sunlight supply sun winch. Second place, we'll get a Mars LED, but no sun winch. The sun winch, if you don't know, is like a remote control light lifter, so you can basically make it seem like, uh, I don't know, you can have your girl over and be like, "This check out how cool my lighting system is. It can remote control, go up and down. Yeah, would and you then, like to uh, see
2: my remote control?
0: Third place is a sun winch but with a lost remote control. So you have to order a remote control, but you can on, uh, I believe Amazon or eBay. So, and hook it up guys. We're going to pick that before Christmas. And, uh, thanks digger for sponsoring that giveaway. And it'll be sweet. That's all I got on that. Yeah, man. I'm gonna go take my Christmas lights, man. De- decorate my plant. I haven't even checked out any memes yet. I'm gonna check them out here before Wednesday show, of course, but I'm excited. I know people have been putting up some funny shit. Um, All right, so getting into, uh, again, thanks from Richie Red Eyes. His eyes were getting so red. He's like, I'm going to (laughs) send these guys a couple questions, man. Screw this shit. What's up with water-cooled CO2? Hey, what's up, dude and Scotty? I've been looking at getting a CO2 burner and was considering the IR-28 from Green Solutions. This unit can be air-cooled, but then searching on the Internet, I came across this water-cooled CO2 generator, the Hydrogen. After reading through some forms... It looked like a lot of people just using, um, just use something like a Marley tankless uh, water heater. They're cheaper and sounds like they do the same thing. It absolutely sounds like water water cooling runs a lot less, but lost less heat. But I don't know if that's just type or something that's not really made to produce CO two. Is it a good idea anyway? I just rebuilt my room, sealed it. I have a good mini split AC unit, but I've never ran a sealed room before. I'm wondering with it being sealed. If the CO2 won't run that much anyway, I'm hoping that you know someone that runs a watered cooled CO2 and gives some feedback. I know Scotty yes, um, sir. ran his air cooled CO2 and it sounds like he loves his. And I, his I, thanks, but I had for a, the show. Oh yeah, sorry man. I thought you were actually talking. Thanks for that. the show. That's it. Given the DGC the knowledge to grow the dank. Now what's up with your CO2?
2: I had the one of those, definitely. I had one of those sitting there. I can't remember what it was—a Hydrogen or something like that.
0: Well, you're still running an air cooled now, right? No,
2: I'm. You, I had a water cooled one back in the day. remember me with the liquid lumens and all the water cooling and the two horsepower chiller. And the-
0: no, you had you had the uh, Fresca Souls, sir. Uh, I had them both, uh, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then, hey man, when I ran my liquid lumens, I dug it. I had. I think I only got two or cool. three cycles out of it before uh, a garden interruption happened but basically i really liked how freaking I, I got weight off them people worried about the light going through the liquid and losing you know different types of light spectrum but i one thing i did like is how i didn't need any i didn't my garden was quiet there was no inline ha- inline fans screaming yeah, but agree. anyway uh, yeah obviously a little bit of i don't think anybody's hanging up liquid cool lights anymore. Yeah, here's what I Um, didn't
2: like about it, man. Instead of my fan maybe breaking and... Maybe my, you know, in whatever, air-cooled, your fan breaks, and you go down there, and it's 100 degrees, and, you're, you know, your uh, emergency shutoff is flipped, and you're like, what's going on, man, you know? Uh, instead of that, you'd walk downstairs, and your carpet would be wet, and you'd be like, what's going on? You'd walk in, and the actual glass would have exploded, and, uh, you know, the, the light heats up, it gets too hot, it cracks the glass, the glass explodes, all the water runs out, and now, since they're all manifolded together, it's it it's a chain reaction of them happening. Boom, boom, boom. So you walk in and all your lights are just exploded, man, and cracked glass and ready to throw into the garbage. So that's the reason why uh, I didn't continue using the liquid lumens or whatever they were, the Fresca Souls, because it was just such a bitch slap if you fucked up. man. you know, God forbid, you know, a pump broke you know think about it man that thing you know all that's reliant on a pump circulating the water you know we all know that pumps need to be maintained and every now and again they get clogged or something like that oh my god but anyway man uh as far as that was my experience with the, the fresca souls and the lights uh my experience with the uh, CO2 generator was pretty positive, man. It definitely is just one of these inexpensive tankless hot water heaters, or at least that's what it looked like to me. I don't know that there's any mods at all. And um, yeah, man, I think those are available for like under 200 bucks. and I just plumbed it in. Um, only thing is you do need something like a chiller or I actually made a little water feature outside my house. You know, like a little. I think I went to Home Depot or something like that and bought a little pond shell. I think a 150 gallon pond shell, and I just put my pump in there, and that's how I circulated it. And it uh, worked for a very good while until I think.
0: How are you gonna wait? The hydrogen. How how would you liquid cool? Because I got a of hot water heater. I'm looking at the Marley one now. How would you liquid cool that? It's the Marley Mar or Mari. It's a M-A-R-E-Y It's it a
1: water
2: like. heater, right? Or it's it's a water heater, so. The water is going to be liquid cooling, and I guess is what you could say is that the byproduct of it it makes heat, so the water running through there is where the how the heat transfers, so you're pulling the heat out of there by by uh um by circulating the water and circulating that that warm water out of the room, so it'd be like con so be okay like the
0: difference is yeah instead heater. of the water. going to out my shower head hot it's just recirculating back to the reservoir yeah
2: and it would be like
0: you know if you turn that hot if you turn
2: your hot water heater on right now and just keep now just keep on running every bit of hot water in the house so you're absolutely using that thing to capacity right now um, most of the heat is transferred out of the water into the water. It won't be really hot around your hot water heater, all the you know, because it's got a heat exchanger yeah, in there. Yeah. But the one thing it doesn't exchange is is the carbon uh, carbon dioxide that is uh, that is pull, pulled off. You know, and you just be careful. Yeah.
0: you're So your well, mine's being vented, of course, because it's for home use. But when it's in the grow room, it just vents out into the room. The issue I have with it is, if this was me, I would, you know, I could buy a chiller. Or I could just buy a better AC. I mean, but you might not need a gonna... chiller
2: with this. What if this is a guy in Colorado mountains, or he wants to run it in winter, and you can just go? Yeah, take I mean, a... true.
0: Yeah, I was the There's only guy in Colorado heard...
2: buying kiddie pools. Right when I, re- I showed up, bought a house, installed an <laughs> above ground swimming pool. <laughs> you know, because I, I was totally with the liquid lumens. I'm uh, sorry, I bought a hot tub. I bought a hot tub. I don't know, dude might remember that hot tub. <laughs> yeah cold tub yeah it was the cold tub man because that's what it was man it was just and then i tried i have tried different walmart above ground swimming pools and whatnot and uh yeah it all it all definitely works man and water is really good at transferring heat so um i would get i would say i wouldn't be scared of that i would just make sure that you have something like you know like these they sell these like hundred dollar 150 dollar eight inch round swimming pools that you could put outside i mean it will heat that thing up so you can definitely use something like that, but you just get ready to use a lot of you know have a a decent amount of water, and get ready to keep that thing circulating and make sure that pump is always in good repair and always clean. That's just another thing to think about. I like the air cooled one better. I run an air cooled. Um, man, I don't even have to think about it. The thing just runs. Same concept. Yeah,
0: I mean, I would be. Uh, yeah, up. If you're buying a chiller, up your eight I would run myself. Either I would probably just run one that hung there like I used to, like not air cooled, not water cooled. And if I need it more cool, Dude, you're I'm old going school, to man. Uh, run my AC. <laughs> but yeah, there are options. I even saw heard people bury like you know, water line all out throughout the yard with like a little res that would circulate and that res is like four feet deep and you're using the earth to keep it cool and right. all kinds of interesting stuff. That's super but,
2: cool, but you need a lot of that. I think copper is what you need for that. I looked into all that shit. Yeah. And my God, copper, you know, to run hundreds and hundreds of feet back and forth, you're making a radiator and using the earth to cool it. And that's an Dude, awesome I get concept, my but
0: Jesus, it's going to cost a lot of money. Copper from Ricky downtown over on 8th and Oak. <laughs> I bet a little you bit do. of a meth head, but he's got a lot of copper. <laughs> I bet you All do, right. man.
2: Used to piss me off Let's When the guys collecting it. copper Made more than me Back in the You know what I mean I'd be like oh, I would just work my ass off All fucking week man And I'm over here Fucking you know Bringing scrap metal To try to make a living And people, was you know Fuck the guy that just Goes and collects Aluminum cans Is making more than me He's getting you A know, hundred fifty dollars A day or something I'm like fuck Wish I could figure out A way like A racket like that man
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh We need to help Vinny out here man Vinny needs um a good maintenance, foliar maintenance, and this is what he has on hand. He's got kelp powder from Technoflora. Right. I'm not sure what type of kelp that is. That's a standard uh, kelp, man. That's a, that's good kelp.
2: I like that stuff. Zero, zero 17, something like that. High potassium.
0: Uh, Azimax, uh, which is your azidiractin. SNS, that's Sierra Natural Sciences. They have a few products. I'm not sure which one he has. Doesn't matter. But, um, <laughs> Kapow. Kapow, I believe, has lemongrass in it. It's like a type of essential oil smotherer slash whatever for mites. BioBoost is it, as well as the rest of the bio line from Canna. Recharge, GH three part Flora series, DynaGro Protect, GH Flora Blend, Liquid Cool Bloom, GH Calmag. Because sorry, I should have made this a post on the show, but what bottles can I use? Obviously, rotate the Azimax, Kapow, and SNS. What do you think? All right. Well, uh,
2: hmm. Um. man, I don't know. I don't use hardly any of those as foliar. I guess you could put a little. I would
0: hit up the, I'm all right, I'm going to rotate. I would use the Azimax with, let's see here. Yeah, Azimax definitely. Uh,
2: all right, so let's start with that now. I'll throw some Azimax on there.
0: What about Azimax and Silica, you know, pro protect
2: People love foliar with Silica. Just be careful with it. I burnt the shit out of my plants with it one time, but there's guys that'll swear by it. So, yeah, let's throw some Silica on here. Um, now we got to throw kelp. some kelp in here, man. So, honestly, I might, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm half tempted to use the Recharge, man, instead of just a regular kelp because you get that kelp anyway. So I'm going to say either kelp or the Recharge, man, at least for me anyway and I just did a foliar of recharge where I put a little bit of recharge I made a little witch's brew actually I think I oh I videoed it man I'll throw it up on the member section today we did video it Um, over at the hemp farm uh, with Ag Boy and uh, it just really made the plants take off I gotta go back there it's been gosh probably 10 days now I was supposed to go back in a week and uh, uh, he just says it's going crazy now man so yeah definitely uh, sweet yeah definitely do like kelp or recharge and uh, so there we go Um, man, if you got any kind of bug problems, I've been doing a little prevention with the, uh, what's that stuff called? The stuff I like, the guardian. If you got any kind of, you know, if you are susceptible to spider mites, I've been throwing a little bit of that in there and just kind of hitting them as a foliar. I like the way it makes the garden smell. And I like the fact that if there was any bugs, I fucking killed them before I could even see them, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I like throwing a little bit of NPK in there. Um... You know, I mean, I just use like a one part, like that Dynagrow Foliage Pro. They gave me a gallon of that a long time ago, so I just use that. But I would say even a super weak, uh, like the you could use your flora series, maybe just take some out of the reservoir if you just got, you know, uh, a couple hundred parts per million of, of GH. You know, so if you had 800 parts per million in your reservoir, 1,000 parts per million, just take like a gallon and fill it up like 25%, and then fill the rest up with water. And you just get a couple hundred ppm of... Uh, uh just, just something that, that gives you a little bit of NPK to uh get some
0: nutrition into the leaf, some actual
2: steak and potatoes, man.
0: Yeah. I always used to just mix my main mix was always Azamax and a kelp. I just like those two. I never really ever used silica as a foliar spray myself. Yeah, me neither, um, man. I
2: did it once. I tried it. <laughs> One of those things. I tried it once, burnt my plants, didn't try it again. Now I'm I'm mixing a lot of things uh in my in my uh I call it a tank mix, you know, in my foliar mix um so yeah, you, know, you know i could have just not played well with something else but you know i'm able to mix a whole bunch of things in there and, and and not get burned up so yeah you know what i will post a uh i just did a um a foliar over at the hemp farm like i said so i'll post that and i believe that we did get real specific with, with what we threw in there
0: cool post it up um Let's see. Let's see. Come on, what you got, man? What you got here? I think we got one more at least. Uh, Yeah, man. We last but not least. uh, But before I do, last but not least, shout out to Way to Grow Colorado Growers. Hook it up. uh, Multiple deals. They're still. I think it was the whole month of December. They're doing the four hundred and twenty dollars LEC uh 6 or no that's the the 315s for 420. Right. Then they got an LEC 630 fixture for I think it's 7 something and definitely hot uh on the it's still this the only reason I wish I had another garden space. I'd like to run those as well. Um but I don't have enough garden space right now to run anything else. Um and Dude Grow's account over there for new new growers. Uh, hottest Hortelux 1000 watt HPS deal. $60 for 1000 watt Hortelux H HPS. Just say you want the Dude Grow's bulb deal. And uh, what am I missing? Hell, refill. $6.95 for a CO2 refill. Uh, you can't beat it, other than I need to get another tank. Right now, I'm going once a week to refill my CO2, which isn't bad because I like to visit the store once a week, you know, just to have my, my ear on the ground. But uh is one of my favorite to places to go tanks. man you know a legit grow store man i'll be like brown dirt warrior i'll carry two 50 pound tanks <laughs> on either shoulder <laughs>
2: i was just thinking about it man right. I, you know we know the owner of that place he's been a friend of ours for a, a long time and i just know you know and i would just watch him grow this business and it was always i would be like where are you going i'm going to a hardware convention in chicago the fuck are you doing in a hardware convention? She, uh, always going to find the best of the best, man. And I just thought about it because I was told you I was doing some work in the grow yesterday and working on my air cooling system. And I went to go and unscrew one of these uh, like kind of a Home Depot clamp that a uh, clamped, you know, eight inch clamp that I had bought hose clamp with a screwdriver at Home Depot. And uh, I'm unscrewing it, and it's all rusty, and I can hardly move it. I'm like, fuck, man, this thing sucks. I went and got one of these brand new. I was like, what the hell are these, man, at at, uh, Way to Grow last week, man? I was like, whoa, these are crazy. How are these? You know, it was like this totally, like, next-level clamp. It was no more expensive than Home Depot's, and it was like you pulled it, and then you just folded the the actual, uh, like, nut over. And then you just screwed it on or the bolt over, whatever you want to call it. And you just screwed it in. It was like this lock and, and go on, man. It was so cool. And it's because the guy gives his shit, man. And he goes out and he finds the absolute best, you know, uh, equipment and things that a grower is going to need from, you know, air conditioning equipment. You can go in there and buy an air conditioner. You can uh, go buy all your ducting. Uh, you can go buy straps. You can go buy the tape. It's like one-stop shopping for growers, man, because the guy <laughs> gives a shit, man. So yeah. shout out to you, man. Kudos, man. Good job. Good job. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things. When I came here, all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, you mean I don't have to beg to have grow, micro, and bloom? You know, don't forget I was a uh, three-part GH guy back then. I was like, I don't have to beg to have six gallons of grow, micro, and bloom in stock when I come into the place? Wow, that's great, man. You know, it's like there's so many other places you got to beg just to get these, these uh, nutrients or what you want. And it's so nice to just have a, a grow superstore right in town, man. It's my home store. So that's it, man. Done sucking up the way to grow, but God damn, they're good to us.
0: <laughs> All right, no worries. We had to give our, our last but not least shout-out. And then a question and comment here, and this is from Sam. Sam says, first off, love the podcast and playing catch-up now. I'm a cancer survivor and former firefighter EMT. Uh, and a touch late in life. I'm 36, starting my first grow. Yeah, that's whatever, man. That's dandy. You can start your first grow at 96 if you want, whenever. Absolutely. Uh, Sadly enough, he's in Central Florida too, he says. My family and I are moving either to Colorado or Washington next year. I have four plants in Rockwell now, planning to transplant into Cocoa Mix in the next few days. My first question, is there no way for me to make a completely blacked out room? He says, uh, oh, there is no way for me to make a completely blacked out room right now. The light that is leaking in is at ground slash ankle level and dim as hell. If I close up the room totally, I have little fresh air coming in and it freaks me out. So the question is, am I okay with that little bit of light coming in? The strain is azura haze, if that helps any. Uh, I have looked a bunch online but can't find too much information on the strain more than its history and some growth specs. Mm. I... Uh, I'm not that worried about it, man. I mean, it depends how light it
2: is. I mean, if it's light enough to where it can't – it's actually going to disrupt the photo period, then, yeah, it's going to be a – of course, you know, but, you know, it really depends. I mean – Can you read a
0: magazine in there? Yeah, I mean – I don't know. That's the one check.
2: Think about moonlight, you know what I mean? So, if uh, moonlight doesn't disturb uh, bloom periods. So, if it's lighter than moonlight, I think you got a problem.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, – strains, there is a factor, some strains – are more sensitive than others for sure uh, man if it's that's how it's been all the time that's one thing i find it. you know when, when a when plants in uh flowering for three weeks and then on the fourth week you change this variable where uh something happened to your tent and some light comes in but it's still pretty dim i think that's different than if it's seen those conditions the whole time um but i i agree i mean you don't really need, to, as long as your humidity is staying in check and your temperatures when the lights are off, it's okay if it's totally closed up. I mean, you're not going to, like, suffocated it or anything, um, this, you know, but you do want that air movement with the lights on. So uh, yeah, I just mean, check you, it out. See you now. might want to close
2: off that bottom portion, and, uh, you know, you can even do it with Visqueen or whatever like that. You know, I could do a poorly sealed room and uh, just get, like, a 4-inch can fan just to suck in some air. You know, maybe just exchange the air that way. You know, so I'm all for getting fresh air. Fresh air is super, super important, you know, if you're just doing a really simple grow. But, you know, maybe do something like that and just introduce the air and maybe create like a, what do they call it, like a positive airflow so you're... Uh, either positive or negative, I guess it really doesn't matter because you're gonna exchange air anyway. But say you did a okay, you did a negative airflow, so everything's sucking in. So you can put maybe like a visqueen down to the bottom if you want to do it really cheap. Just stable some visqueen onto the bottom if the you know the floor if the walls don't go all the way down to the floor, put some bricks or cinder blocks on it, and then you just turn a, a can fan on that's sucking air out of it. And it's going to suck the air out of the room, so what's it going to do? it's going to find all these little cracks you know in the visqueen and and you know sucking through the um, you know where, where the bricks you know there's little spaces between the bricks or whatever. you don't do a perfect job of sealing it, and you will get a lot of uh, air exchange that way. might be something to think about. You can also really control the uh, the the smell as well that way too, by putting a fan on the uh, on the outtake. Right
0: on, right on. Let's move on one more one more part. your right. Second question, which might have been part of the first if we read it. My humidity is on the lower end, thirty seven to forty two percent on average. And um, wait, on average, Florida. What the what the fuck? Right. Uh, I'm on some financial uh, or yeah, okay. I'm on some financial restrictions right now, so a humidifier is not really an option. Especially the cheap ones are useless, and I would burn them out in a week. It seems. Is this going to be okay with the plants? Um, I'm drooling because wait, okay with the plants. I'm drooling because drying is going to be a bit easier. In veg and flour, I should keep some H some water containers around to get the humidity up. Uh, he's asking if you should do that. I go, sorry for the long-winded, but excited about this grow. Hell yeah, excited for you to get out of Central Florida as a grower. Um, he says thanks for the info on your site and podcast. It means the world to folks like me uh stating out and needing help so 37 and wait, yes <laughs> i don't want to be too much of a dick i was like oh, i get so excited to go right back to the grow talk thanks sam appreciate uh appreciate the question anytime and definitely i like getting information to people in prohibition states that aren't going to necessarily go to their local nursery and talk weed oh, yeah absolutely um, man um you know 37 to 42 percent humidity is so you're gonna be all right
2: yeah, definitely, and the, and the more you, I'm you, thinking that's on the lower end, man, it's crazy, man, I've never seen that in Florida, um, anyway Yeah, that's why he was like, what the fuck? Yeah, man, I think that uh, if you want to raise your humidity, what I've been doing to raise my humidity in my grow, I'm at real low, you know, it can be 12% humidity sometimes downstairs, um, is putting a lot of containers, a lot of these little self-watering containers and what they are. It's a little, basically it's a saucer of water. Think about it. Each one's holding a couple inches of water, and then it's just got that uh, that cocoa as a big wick. So it's just this big, you know, moist, moisture wick, I guess you could call it. And I'm basically filling the room with them. So it really will raise your humidity a lot, man. Something to consider.
0: I wouldn't sweat it too much. I mean, that's not horrible. 37 to 42, you're going to do all right. Uh, so, you know, blow that. You're on the cusp. But he said on the lower end. So, man, don't, yeah, don't sweat it. And you'll just have to worry about adding humidity when you get out here to Colorado because we're pretty dang dry. Yeah. All right, oh, man. Yeah, uh, is, man. That's, oh, yeah. that's ready to put in the bag. Uh, I don't have anything else other than we'll be back Wednesday with what's going on. Submit some memes, try and win some uh, Mars LED lighting if you want to, and uh, get some grower questions in. Guys, become a user, su- super easy. And then once you're logged in, just hit the, the top of the page. You'll see a plus sign and new. That's how you get new posts submitted and pictures. I think of. You can also put like YouTube video in there. All kinds of stuff. It's a little bit of a creative dashboard. Makes you feel like a web programmer, right? <laughs> That's the right word, web programmer. There you go, man. And uh, don't ask me what the difference between a, a coder and a programmer is, okay, man. Uh, yeah, Scotty, I'm a, I'm a bounce. Got what you got. That's it, man. That's it. Take her easy, dude. All right, see you guys for episode 183 and a few. And fig- tell us what you guys want to do for episode 200, man. Let's, let's do something fun. Come up with another contest, whatever. Get everybody up on the show. 30-person group call, yell, yell it out. <laughs>
2: I don't know about that, but we do have to get the crew yeah, I know, and, I know. involved a bit more, man. It's it's too big of an asset, man. So I'm going to be reaching out, man. I know I've asked a lot of y'all to be on the show, and uh, I never really had a good system for organizing it, and uh, I'm working on one. The dude, dude's trying to get me organized. We've got this base camp project management system now, and the dude's making notes, and I'm getting emails, and uh, I don't know, man, getting serious over here. Or something, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: and very, very toasted.
0: All right, man. Take it easy, guys. Grow it, grow it well, grow to dank. I'm out. All right. Officially, now you say take. Say take. Yeah. It easy, now dude. here's
2: the official take. Easy. Yeah.